Hi, I'm Madeline Quigley. And I'm Emily Quinn. And this is Young and Bereaved, a podcast about grief. Um, is that where you're going to sit the whole episode, though? Like, are you going to... I'll sit, like, in this... Yeah, I feel like we should... We I'll have... sit in this area. Yeah, I feel like we have the... We can't, like, kick it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'd love to just lay like this, but I don't know how the audio... So how's your week been? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we'll sit in this general vicinity, but... Hi, everyone! Sorry, that guys. That was so I, high energy. I was just, I, yeah, I have no energy to offer in yeah, return. After I was that. literally on my phone. Um, okay, so we did skip another week, you guys. Like, I don't know. What like, to, I don't let's know. Get it out of the way. Yeah, like, let's just admit <laughs> what we both know here. We um, are not managing our time well. Well, and we're figuring it out. We're fi- the thing is. We like need to hire someone just to keep us in line, like just to keep us on schedule. Well, that was we, we and we have one job. Like we just have to sit here and talk, talk shit to, for an hour. To each, we we talk every week. We just can't <laughs> seem to get it together. But it's like fine. in a professional way, we're like actually, I'm tired. The issue is if one of us. Like, I'm tired. I'm tired. You're like I work till four, and I'm like four is pretty late. Yeah, I mean, literally, literally every time. You're like, I'll be home by 4.30. I'm like, yeah, we should just, like, I'm busy till Sunday night. I'm like, that could work. <laughs> Sunday night comes around. We release at midnight. But we, today we decided we have a day that we're going to do. Yeah. Tuesdays. Tuesdays. We is, have to do Tuesdays. Tuesdays were working, and then we got off the Tuesday track, yeah. and it became a shit show. And it helps with, like, posting. Yeah, and, Tuesday like, is just planning. the day we record, and that's it, and that's we know just it gonna now. Be what it is. So we're sorry. That's the priority on Tuesdays now. We just need to know. It can't be loosey-goosey, because no, I'm Tuesday. too loosey-goosey yeah, and as a person, and you're not loosey-goosey. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was really stressed about the first time we canceled and then we did it and I was just like, well. And which then is the next, why we shouldn't have the first time. I honestly knew that. I was like, I feel like we shouldn't get in this habit because if we yeah. allow this, we will just. Okay, guys, we're not going to do it anymore. We, well, we're, I mean, it's never been like we were. Okay, we were out of town and also Maddie like spilled juice on her laptop okay, or true something. St- yeah, you don't even know. I fucking lugged my microphone to the beach and was gonna record first morning there and i had an article due the day i got back and first morning there i spilled juice on my laptop mm. and just fried absolutely fried, yeah. just destroyed it and i was like also i'm not gonna be able to record yeah and i just pouted the, it ruined the whole trip oh, i just yeah. pouted the whole trip yeah i've had my laptop since i graduated high school and i used to watch tv on it a lot because i didn't have a tv ever mm-hmm. so i would like stream mm-hmm. on my laptop a lot and so i would <laughs> i would cry <laughs> Like, I cry at my laptop so, kind of regularly. Um, because of watching stuff? Uh, yeah, watching yeah, yeah, stuff, yeah. reading stuff, whatever. Like, whatever I'm doing. Like, I, I used to be more emotional than I am at this moment in time. The point is, the, my you mouth... You did not break your laptop from tears. Okay. The the street cred. The, um Death by a thousand cuts. Death by a thousand tears is what has been happening in my laptop. Because over the years, so many... <laughs> so many tears have dripped into my mouse track. <laughs> This is fake. No, it's, and it's not just tears. It's also wine. It's also water. It's also soup. I can't believe you <laughs> broke your laptop with tears. It's not broken. It's just sometimes the mouse doesn't work. Oh my God. It's like in um, the first Pokemon movie when Pikachu brings Ash back to life through the power of tears. 
That's oh, what is happening with me and my laptop. The opposite, though. You're I'm killing, killing my laptop. Slowly. Yeah, you which, need Pikachu. I mean, I need a new... <laughs> you need Pikachu to cry on your laptop. I need a new laptop is what I need. <laughs> well, you were able to record the other day. Mm. If it's from... No, she's mostly fine because I haven't cried in weeks. So, oh, uh, yeah, you're holding that in. We're good. Um, I did have a therapy session yesterday with Cynthia for the first time in... Hi, hi Cynthia. Um, for the first time it, since oh, hi, my birthday. Um, which was a train wreck, yeah. as we know, which is why I needed to talk to her <laughs> around my birthday. But everything has kind of been like settling since then, and my life has been like relatively placid, yeah. or um, I mean, dare I say, enjoyable? Like, uh-huh. dare I tempt dare the universe yeah. to, by saying I've been having a, a decent time lately? Oh, sorry. Like, I feel like I can't even use strong enough lang- language. Like, I don't even want to say I've been having a good time because that feels like an absurd thing to say. Well, what was the first? You said placid or yeah things okay. have been, things have been placid like it's it's been kind of I don't know I, I've been settling into a couple different routines and meeting and getting to know new people like at work and stuff um, and it's all felt really good and natural and intentional mm-hmm. um, and nothing has really felt out of my control in, in a while so I haven't had to see her like I I haven't felt the need oh, you to haven't be like been... I haven't seen her in like a month and a half which is the Ooh. longest I've gone since I started seeing her mm-hmm. and I used to go every every two weeks or so and then I would like I could call her or text her or whatever in between but we had this really beautiful session yesterday it was just like me telling her all the good things that have been happening in my life after months of me coming in and just like weeping like a broken thing mm-hmm. just like hunched mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. sobbing in her office every single time I was there with like a new disaster up on a silver platter. Mm-hmm. And now I got to talk to her and be like, these Smiley. are the cool people that I'm meeting and mm-hmm. these are the cool things that I'm doing. And she was so excited for me and I knew that she would be. And she, that's kind of what she said. She was like, you have a brightness about you that I've never seen before. And that was what like got me. That was what choked me up because something I've realized recently is that I have been my own age again. What do you mean? I have felt so aged yeah, yeah, by the last sure. year. For sure. It, in a way that, that snuck up on me because when your mom dies, uh, you become aware of your dad's mortality. And so mm-hmm. um, I just felt very uh, responsible for his well-being and it, it really aged me. And I felt like there was a lot of responsibility on my plate that a 26-year-old wouldn't know what to do with. A 25-year-old wouldn't know what to do with. Um, and it's just recently that I feel like I've been able to have, like, some playfulness again. Like, I've been able to sort of joke around casually, and I feel like I feel my 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 true personality returning. Like, like maybe the people outside of me didn't, like, see what mm-hmm. I'm seeing return to me, but... Um, I feel something shifting and I, I feel young. I feel I young love again. That. Yeah. It's, I feel like because grief, as we've said so many times, colors everything, as you said, maybe people wouldn't notice, but you notice yourself when the world starts, when you can start seeing Things the world get a little bit brighter. brighter, when the world yeah. looks brighter again. Cause I get it too. And yeah. it is such a like profound thing when mm. you've been living in darkness constantly to it's like i didn't even notice it was gone it was just the fact of it coming back that i was Mm -hmm. like and that's what made me sad i was like i've just been living this like sunken existence for the past almost year Mm -hmm. um and like the absence of what i am 
regaining now was like really a bummer just to think about how sad I've been, you mm-hmm. know, like how I just kind of like lost my humor. And that's like number one for me. I feel like I haven't seen that as much, but maybe because we have had such gallows humor together. Mm, like, yeah. Because I think that is a lot of my humor has been real real mm-hmm. like dark and yeah. you and I have been able to go there but I don't yeah. whip, whip that out with just anyone right right <laughs> I try but the the crowd you're a better crowd than yeah. most people when it comes to dark humor I'm also meeting new people for the first time in a year really in over well working at the restaurant oh, like coming into like a new group of people and actually liking them and like you know what I just yeah we're used to that um oh Hey, love that for you. Genuinely very happy. Hope it continues on. I feel it because you're at what? 10 months? 11 months? It was July. So coming up on coming up on 11. God. Yeah, I know. It's a big one. It's going to be a year. Yeah, it's a big one. How is that possible? I know. What a year. Because the first four months are an absolute black hole. So I lost four months of my life. Just as a black. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe it, does, it will have it been just, a year. It just keeps chugging. It just keeps That's chugging. really what it, I it mean. Really, time you can't keeps, stop it. Time's arrow marches on. But I do think that a, like, it just, it, because it changes, like, even if it isn't great, the grief 11 months is different than grief two months. So out. Like, it just I looks don't different. even know if I was, I, I was still in shock yeah. in two months. Like, yeah, I wouldn't even say that I was shock. grieving. Like, yeah. I was just, like, trying to survive. Now, mm-hmm. I feel like grieving is something you work with. It's something that you figure out how to do. Like, it requires conscious action or inaction. Like, you have to kind of think about it. Um, and I was not thinking at that time. Like, I was... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean, but I can't relate. Because I feel like I was, like, a pretty, like, identity, like, hello, my name is Grieving. For, like, <laughs> really quickly. Like, yeah. I, like, soaked up that from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Like, I went to groups. I went to... I read books. I, yeah. like, I, like... I bought the books, but I never spiritual read them. as fuck. Like, I really, like, leaned into that grief mm-hmm. identity pretty quickly. But yeah. I get it. But... <sighs> Grief as a hobby, like, because it every grief was everything, I just, like, also made it my, like, interest because I'm like, well, it's here anyways. I mm-hmm. might as well just, like, just take a book. Yeah. Have a book or something. But, uh, yeah, no, that, like, changed. Like, I would say, like, yeah, by, like, this time, like, 11 months, one year, like, I, yeah, it's different. Like, I, it just seems different. But, and I would say it's more positive. It's yeah. not great. I'm not, like, jumping off the I walls. I mean, my therapist said, like, she said, you're healing and it looks like you have hope again. Mm. And which is what like, wins. which is beautiful. Yeah. Um, but it just feels like I was. This is like so me, but it just feels like I was never in enough pain to begin with to mm-hmm. say that I'm healing now. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, really? It, <laughs> and this is something I've done before: is like holding myself to this impossible standard of suffering. Mm-hmm. Um. And just, like, comparison. Mm -hmm. And um, there are times when I've... I mean, it's a dramatic word, but I've almost been envious of you and and Mm. your um, digestion of your grief and the way that you hold it. Um, It just seems to make so much more sense than the way that I find myself holding it. Because I was telling Cynthia yesterday, 
I feel like I have imposter syndrome in with grief. grief. Yeah. Like, like in what way? Like hosting a podcast about it. I feel like I have no right to do oh. that because I have, I'm like, I have no, I, I just, I'm not displaying the emotional part of it but we, as much as I feel like I should be. But that's why we should do this podcast together. And I know that. I, kn- I everyone's know. Everyone's grief. I'm like Miss Grief here, but like <laughs> it you, just, you it handled makes it me differently. Feel crazy. It just makes me feel crazy. That. That I'm not, that I don't ever have like a breakdown at Walmart because I see the deodorant my mom used or whatever. Really? Like whatever it is that you people do. You haven't had something like that. No. Huh. And I mean, that makes me feel nuts. You're not missing nuts. much. You're not missing much. But though, I should. Like, you. I feel like I should. That Bitch, should be happening to a, me. A breakdown in Walmart? I couldn't even go into Walmart because my mom and I used to go there Okay, together. like, I'm jealous of you. <laughs> You're jealous that I had to avoid Walmart? Yes! Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. But I I think it's it just all comes out in different ways. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know a lot of people who've processed their grief the way I have. Like, even my first therapist was, like... Not many people just face it head on like mm-hmm. this. It usually mm-hmm. comes out in different ways or mm-hmm. they don't have. And I said that. I remember saying, like, I have the time and the space to yeah, to dive in and examine this. And I know a lot of people don't have that. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm, like, feel very strongly that bereavement leave should be at least six weeks. Because yes. I couldn't, like, I was just starting to unpack. Like, I couldn't, I was stunned for six weeks. That's, like, weeks. when the aftershocks stop. Stop. Six yeah. weeks. It is, like, true, like, what's up and what's down for six yes. weeks. Yeah. And you the earth to... is still shattering that whole time. And if you My to... mom's cup, my mom's mug of water hadn't evaporated. Yeah, it was by there's six a, weeks. yeah, that's the That rule. should be the marker. Oh my god. When the cup Brenda's is Brenda's law. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How long does it take a cup? Let's look it up. How long does it take? <laughs> I, it was something I don't I... I, maybe I journaled it the day that it finally evaporated. I wish that I I hope that I did. I didn't journal very much throughout that the, the first couple months. I picked it up in January again, though. Okay, hold on. To evaporate. It was a long time. Okay, it says 1.2 hours. <laughs> no, it, no, it was a Maybe long time. Maybe this is, time. like, on the stove or something. I don't know. Yeah, if you're trying to make it evaporate. Yeah, okay. The second answer is Cora, which is, like, <laughs> you know that's going to be some BS. Um, well... Lately in my grief, I've been, like, in a better place as well. And that has made me, like, mm-hmm. have some of that kind of, like, was that it? I only, I said I'd never yeah, get over it. And yeah, it only was took that a year. It, right. Was that it? I'm, I'm good now. Which I'm not. I just really think I really, really worked on my grief. Like, I really handled it in a way that now I carry it around comfortably. Mm-hmm. And I, like. And it's, it's hard to know if. If that's what it is, or if you're secretly repressing everything. Mm. But I know, but for you, mm, you like I, actually do your work. I was. Now I wonder if I'm repressing. <laughs> that's fair. Fine. Yeah, that's I, totally maybe fine. Maybe this is the repre- year two repress. 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 <laughs> it's so weird because we're 16 minutes into this pod and you and I almost. Wait. Oh, wait, that meme is, this meme is so I put it on good. our story yesterday. Oh my god, wait. Okay, I love It's that. a meme of, um, what's his name? Vision on Varsity Grief Squad on Instagram. That's their at. 
And, and it's a picture of Vision, the superhero, saying, maybe I am a monster. And the caption is, when you go a few days without really thinking of your lost one. Like, yeah, maybe yeah. I am. That's how I feel. You narrated that meme better than anyone's ever known. Normally, <laughs> you were going for it. I was like, oh, don't narrate that meme. That, it's just that never works. But you did a good job. Thank you, you so did much. much. That means a lot. Narrating a meme is like... Translating a meme into spoken you words. You cannot make... No, it's always lame. Like, it's it just never translates. It's always lame. Yeah. But that's the best effort I've seen. Thank you so much. Um, but it, I was saying it's weird, though, because we're this far into the podcast and we've only been talking about grief. This point in the podcast, we'd be like, well, I guess we should talk about grief. 17 <laughs> yeah, minutes. Yeah, we're doing so well. We're do- like, this is a grief podcast yeah. and we've been talking about... <laughs> I came in with stories galore and we haven't talked. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it just made me laugh that we're like, oh, shit, we're actually talking about grief. So should we, like, talk about what we wanted to talk about today? Yeah, the title. The title. Is... Um, we're talking about what to say, what yeah. not to say. Yeah, mm, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I have more what not to say than what to say. It's easier. It is, it's easier because yeah, to... there's nothing to say. <laughs> so we're talking. Yeah, there's nothing you can say. So spoiler. <laughs> the episode title is like what to say to your grieving friend. Or yeah. Like what to say. Yeah. When. And I get it. Like I feel like. Even as someone who's suffered a profound loss, like even when someone I know after the fact loses someone, I still get frozen and I'm like, is this an okay thing to say? Like, like still, I'm still like, I don't really know. There's not like, there's just not really, I have a lot of like tips and I have a lot of things that I remember, but like, I think just know because you don't know what to say doesn't mean you shouldn't say anything. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. You gotta say something. And I think say something saying something more than once because i think more than once one text to your best friend meaningless don't does not that's nothing literally that's nothing i think they will forget it immediately their phone is bombarded i didn't respond to any of those texts nobody they're still unread on my phone yeah like a year later like i think it is better to say literally hey thinking about you once a week for the first six months yes. than it is to day one hit them with a wall of text. I could not agree more. I really couldn't agree more. Because you're not going to fix it. That just... would have meant so much. And Anybody who checked in with me after the first two weeks was special. And I don't even want a check in. Like, I didn't really want to check in. I, no, yeah. Just to like, hey, thinking of you today. Right. Like, meant, so, that's it. That's yeah. meant so much. My friend Nora has, has done that for me relatively frequently. Um, she lost her mom when she was very young. I think she was like six years old. Her mom oh. passed away from breast cancer. So yeah, so she, she comes from it from a very different mm-hmm. point of view. I'd be really interested to talk to her about it eventually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's been good about, like, just kind of dropping a no, line. Yeah. Just drop a line. Well, people who had understood, known someone who had been grieving right. were the ones who knew, like, of course, you got to check in more than once. Yeah. And, like, just because you're not getting any feedback, I think I had a lot of friends who were like, she's not responding, I don't want to bother her. And, like, I get it. The rules change. Because if I'm ignoring your texts, what does it hurt to just send another? And I know that it's, like, easy for me to say that as the person who's ignoring them and you feel like a dumbass, like, sending all these texts that I'm not responding to Mm -hmm. and you're like, am I bothering her? Am I bothering her? But it's, like, if you are thinking about them, just say it. Just, like, if you don't, like, feel like you need to do it to check off a box, but if you, like, genuinely are thinking about them, why not shoot them a text? The worst that could happen is they don't respond. The best that could happen is they don't respond and they felt really good about you saying something. Yeah. I've always felt good when I got those texts from my friends. Like, I had a lot of friends who, like, consistently were just like, hey, thinking about you. And Mm -hmm. I was like, 
it really meant a lot. Yeah, because don't expect response. Don't expect response. No matter response. what you say, don't expect a response. Even if it's like you hit, you figure it out, you figure out the perfect thing to say and you send it, Don't still don't expect yeah. a response. Yeah. Just that check-in, I think, it because the only thing you can do instead, because you go at it like you want to fix it. And that's such, we've said that before. It's like, you can't fix this. So stop trying to fix it. Just like acknowledging and like validating is your only line of action. And the reason why those thinking of you texts meant so much is because they were validating that six weeks after the fact, I, I was going through something that was worth still have being in someone's top of mind. Mm-hmm. Like I was going through something so large that two months after the fact, someone is still thinking of me often because yeah. of it. And that felt like the best like yeah. acknowledgement that like, yeah. Hey, well, because, I'm thinking about you. Well, like, Two months later, I'm still thinking about you. What we talked you. about in one of the episodes before was, like, how much time do people give you? Like, how much of a grace period yeah. do you get from people? And so to hear from someone, like, a couple months out is, like, okay, other people can still... People haven't forgotten. Because that's, like, really what yeah. happens. And that's what everybody told me was going to happen yeah. after the, the initial passing, after that first... I mean, it happened so fast. It, for us, it was really two weeks when everybody disappeared. Like, you get all those casseroles yeah. and takeout and cards, cards. You and get all those cards. Like, all the stuff that people send you. It's mostly food. Like, the the, the movies don't exaggerate. Like, people sent us a crazy amount of food. Um, my, my boss, Erin, sent us... Um, What's the bagel? Einstein bagels? Mm-hmm. She sent us like a dozen Einstein bagels with a bunch of different cream cheeses. Ugh. And I like lived on that for a Yeah, week. bagels are a really good food to send. Yeah. For the oh record. my gosh. My boss yeah. sent bagels too. It was yeah. perfect. Breakfast food is like send coffee, like send breakfast food. Oh, send food. coffee. Because like everybody's going to be sending casserole. That's actually like a, a relatively important topic. Like if you're going to be sending something that you want to help, like um, no prep. Uh, probably not dinner because people are going to be sending dinner. Like, give them some yeah, I think lunch that... food, breakfast food, um, any essentials that, like, they're not going to want to go out of the house for. Yeah, I had friends sending, like, fruit and croissants and, like, iced, like Starbucks iced mm, coffee. Jugs. Absolutely. It was really yeah. good. Um, I agree with the dinner thing. Um, I, I still think the best thing you can send is just a card with a memory written in yep. it. A memory is the best. Those thing are my you favorites, and a lot of my friends from like high school, middle school, elementary school sent cards with mm-hmm. memories of my mom, like as a mom, yeah. because they would oh. come to the parties and they would come over, and mm-hmm. I got a lot of um, of notes about that, which we we held on to a couple mm-hmm. of them. We did, like mm-hmm. we got so many, and and you can't hold on to all of them. But I did. <laughs> Maybe, I gotta do well, something maybe my dad did. Maybe know. my dad did. They, they're probably still I don't really want the them, house. but I feel weird throwing them away. Right. It is a weird thing. Um, I probably will. I kind of want to get rid of them now that I think about it. But anyways. But just sharing a, a memory of of the person who has passed is really huge. How you see them. Or even like, because now that that person is gone, all the memories that they had are gone. So you're like scavenging for yeah. new memories yeah. from them from other people. Um, so anything that you can give that person they maybe haven't heard before is Mm -hmm. now literally Mm -hmm. invaluable. Mm -hmm. It is priceless Mm -hmm. to hear a story about your loved one that you had never heard before because there's no other way to hear it. Mm -hmm. Like you're not going to hear it from them. And something that I've actually been thinking about, this is a little bit off topic, but something that I discussed with uh, Cynthia and, and have been thinking about a lot, um, is that I feel that I have been tasked with, uh, conveying my mother's entire being and personality 
through my interpretation and my words to people now but like, because she can't do it for herself. But like from who, to who? Like whom? Like who to are you? To anybody. She, Cynthia asked me that exact follow-up question. To anybody because nobody gets to meet her ever again. That just makes me mad. It's unfair. Yeah. But anybody that I would want to know her, I have to do the job of explaining her to them, of trying to give them as much of her as I can. And I just think that that's unfair to her because I'm not going to do a good job. Yeah, but like, I don't think you should, but it it comes out gradually. Like, I think that's the thing. Yeah. Like, you're not going to sit them down with a PowerPoint. Like, like, I could. You could, but that wouldn't go great. Like, like I think it'll come out gradually over time. Yeah, I guess you're right. And like, still, you, it, you it just, still it's know a lot her. of responsibility. Like, know, like it just makes me nervous. Yeah, that's fair. Because right. I don't know. I guess if I died, I would want somebody to really know who I was, be able to tell people. I wouldn't care about telling other people, but you know, like, aren't isn't it? Like, I feel like it's enough that I know my mom. I just think it's unfair that other people don't get to know my mom. Yeah. I mean, I think it's unfair that I don't get to fucking hang out with my mom. Like, that's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's how I feel. It's fair. Um, I have, like, two things that I remember people are, like, having that actually provided comfort. Like, mm-hmm. two things that two things that were said to me out of all that's of That's more than one, which is huge. I mean, what? Okay, the first one was off of a fucking greeting card. I think I've said this before. Yeah, you've told me this. Off of a greeting card, um, it said, all the greeting card said was, "I know it hurts and you miss her," and like that just, oh my god, that validation. That is what a sorry for your loss card should look like. It just, it literally, it doesn't, and it wasn't like overly religious, and it wasn't making apologies, and it wasn't just like I'm sorry. It was like about me it was like I know it hurts and you miss her like it just it meant so much and now when I have to text people I'm just like I know it hurts and I know how much you miss them and like I'm so sorry like mm-hmm. I, I always include the, that type of genre of I know it hurts and you miss them because mm-hmm. I remember getting that and being like yes that's it like yeah, yes it, it feels like saying I'm sorry I mean it is trite like it just it's is trite it is. and it's like so if you add that extra thing it, because it's I don't care that you're sorry. Like, I, I'm sure you are sorry. It'd be fucked up if you weren't sorry. But, like, it, it isn't about making it better, which is what I'm sorry is trying to do. The sympathy yeah. doesn't... It Sympathy is cheap. And just acknowledgement of the, of the magnitude of the issue is so much better. Um... And the second one was mm-hmm. I just had a woman approach me at a good family friend approach me at like a gathering we were um, together and she just said she just like we hadn't spoken yet and she just walked up to me and she just like looked at me and she like shook her head and she was just like I was 26 when I lost my mom and she didn't offer me anything and she just kind of left it at that but simply the act of it said conveyed so much like I've been I get it I've been there. I'm here now. Yeah. You keep going. I survived. It, I survived. I'm, I'm here now. I'm surviving. Like it, and she didn't say any of those things. Yeah. But it, just the magnitude of, yeah, I was 26 when I lost my mom. Yeah. I, it just, I just remember it. So like, I was like, so, so someone has done this before. Like I, yeah. I felt like I was like, I'm not the only one to have to carry this weight. Like that's what it feels. I felt so alone. Like I, like everyone, it, like, you're running a marathon by yourself. Like, it's just, yeah. that's how it feels. Like, it's just so hard to, like, carry the weight of the mm-hmm. sadness and the, of the reality of losing someone. And to so for someone just to say, like, yeah, it happened to me. Like, 
it, it yeah that really spoke volumes mm-hmm. but honestly other than that and other than the my friends texted me i don't know if they had like an alarm in their phone but Aww. they texted me like once a week like hey thinking about you and mm-hmm. stuff and that that really just always brought a smile to my face and they did it for months and months and months and yeah. like that's how long i needed it yeah. i needed it yeah. for months and months and months and months um i don't have anything as specific i have had sort of isolated experiences not in the immediate after, like recently, where um, I've connected with like a cashier. Um, really? A, yeah, like at that place, Splurge. Remember I told oh, you? Oh, yeah, you did tell me about that. Um, just mentioning to a stranger that my mom had passed and like immediately connecting because their mom had passed um, relatively recently too. That's a different thing because she was, I think, in her 40s or mm-hmm. 50s. But still, you know. Yeah, it's solid and never's great. Yeah, no. Um I think that, I mean, this episode was kind of tough for me to prepare for um, because I don't remember a lot of the specific things people said Fair. to me yeah. in the beginning and nothing mattered. Like really, not, nobody could have said anything to me that would That's have like true. sunk in, you know? You Nothing specifically. Yeah, so out. I mean, I think really if you just, I think the only thing that would have been comforting to me would be like, she loved you more than anything and she more than that she knew how much you loved her oh that like, is a good that, line oh yeah. hearing that yeah hearing that from somebody who like Those knew my lines. mom would like really mean a lot to me because that's i think a lot of people's regret after the fact is like yeah. did i say i love you enough like did they know how much they meant to me and for someone just to say like yeah she did she definitely did and i know that now and i don't need anybody to say that to me um, and that's why guilt hasn't really factored into my experience. Um, but I think that that would be super helpful to hear from someone. But I feel like that's something probably more of like an elder would say. I'm thinking for friends and, and stuff like that, like any memory you have of this person's person or the impact that you saw that this person had on them is going to offer so much more than an I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, you have to say it. You have to say it. And it's but... fine. Like, say it. I have had a lot of people say, like, I know how much your mom loved you and, and you and your mom had a special bond. And, like, those those were... That's, that's better than I'm sorry. Yeah. It is. Throw in the I'm sorry, but, like, beef it up. Oh, and I, I really think if you don't know what to say, say the least, but say it more often. Like, I really think that... And 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 call them by their name. Like, say, my mom's mm. name's Heidi. Like, be like, oh, Heidi, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, call them by their name. Or, yeah. Or I remember I had a friend once who said something like, oh, your mom would have reacted like this to that. And I think people are afraid to be like, oh, and your mom would have been like this. And, like, if they didn't know my mom super well, but enough to say something yeah. like that. I think because she died, people would be nervous. But it's like, I love nothing God, more. doesn't that suck? Yeah, they, like don't want to talk about them. Yeah, they don't want to bring them up because, but it's like bring them up because they don't want to trigger uh, you. We're thinking about the bring yeah. them up. Like you're not so. I, I have to say, like my um, I my brother handles his grief so differently than mm-hmm. mine, and I don't necessarily know if everything that I've said that worked for me. I think he yeah. would he wouldn't have appreciated even the like. I don't think he would have liked random people bringing up my mom to yeah. him. I, I I don't think that was the right choice for him. So. I, it's hard because as much as we're giving this advice, I have like a study in front of me right there of someone who yeah. who would have not appreciated most of the things we've said. Yeah, I mean, but like, you know your people. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you, 
your brother's friends know him in a mm-hmm. different way mm-hmm. than your friends know you. Mm-hmm. True. So it's about context. Like, you know your friend, whoever you're listening to this for, you know them best. Like, cater your response to cater. them. And all those things, I will say no one ever said to me the really, really, like, cringe things that people say. Like Me neither. I like, think nobody's they've ever, learned. Nobody's ever said, place. like, she's in a better place. Or nobody's ever said that everything shit happens, happens for, for a reason. No one said those things. I think people have learned that is, like, not helpful. Yeah. And also, well, also, I'm not, my family doesn't have, like, religious ties. Yeah. So there was really none mm, of that's that. That's true. It was only my friend's dad who got religious with me. And even that, it was like, well, that's how he sees the world. Like, mm-hmm. he's just trying to be helpful. He's trying to offer comfort in his own way. Like, it was never, it wasn't, like, preachy. Like, mm-hmm. he was okay about it. I really haven't had anybody try to, like, give me the God talk about my mom. Mm. Yeah, I haven't either. I guess we escaped that. Yeah, which is great. I don't know. Maybe people can send us in. They're getting... <laughs> Oh, you have? I have a few. But um, I actually realized I, like, looked on my phone and I do have a list of, like, a yes, bit perfect. more things that I'd written. On the yeah. date on here is April 27th. So I've been sitting on this for, like, over a month. I didn't even realize. And these are things to do for friends. The first one is so good. Send a cleaning service. Honest Ooh. to God. All I wanted was someone. Because I was at my parents' house, but my apartment was there. And it was a mess. There was like rotten food in the fridge. Because I hadn't been there. I'd been at my parents' house. And all I wanted was for someone to just... Like, I dreaded going back to my apartment because I knew what a wreck it was. Mm. And I just wanted someone to clean it. So, like, sending a cleaning service yeah. either to the house or to the um or come over and or clean. come over and clean I, I don't know some gauge it like do they want to see someone then come over and start cleaning if mm-hmm. they don't send and i all these things i say with the preface of like don't offer just do like yes i think don't ask don't ask just say hey i'm sending the cleaner does 9 a.m tuesday work mm-hmm. if not when does you have like, to give specifics you can't give specifics and don't don't Ask. Like because the, they'll say I would have said no if someone had been like do you want me to send a cleaner I would have been like oh no no yeah no. yeah but like I, we don't need it no like, we don't need it yeah. but you so I'm sending them is is this good morning good or is this morning yeah good? um uh take them on errands with you we've mentioned this before yeah, we have. but like if just give them like get them out of the house but in a way they don't have to make any decisions be like oh, I'm going to the grocery store like why don't you come along yeah and, and also drive. let them be with someone who isn't in their family yeah mm-hmm. I'm going to pick you up. Like, are you, can I come in I'm in the hour? neighborhood. Like, I'm going to swing by. Yeah. And and this was, we mentioned this, like, doing asking as few questions as possible. Like, if you see dirty dishes in the sink, just do them. Don't mm. ask, oh, do you want me to do the dishes? Just do the dishes. Um, my friend recommended bringing over supplies to make cookies. Um, I don't know if that's something I would have wanted, but Not I me. think there are people that yeah. could have liked an activity. Um and, and, yeah, and really, like, knowing your person and respecting. This makes no sense. I'm going to wear your front. I have that written down. What does that even <laughs> what fucking does mean? That, mean? Um, that might be vital advice. Yeah, I know. I'm going to wear your front. That's it. That's all you need to know. I'm going to just text them that. I'm going to wear your front. Um, this is another one I had sending, like, a comfy sweatsuit. What could be, like, a nice sort of, like... I had a friend send me like a really comfy. That's a good idea. Send me a comfy hoodie for the one year. I had a friend bring me um, three pre-rolled joints. Ooh. 
And I smoked one of them and had a full blown. Yeah, I was going to say, I know the end of that story. It, ain't that. it was a the nice beginning thought. was really yeah, sweet, it though. It was a nice idea. And she, I mean, she brought a whole basket. It was like lavender lotion and snacks. And it was so, so kind. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that that isn't food also. Mm-hmm. Like that, that was really just like a pampering. Because like you forget to take care of yourself. So that mm-hmm. was really yeah. Pam, nice. that's true. My friend, my my boss sent me like candles and lotions yeah. and stuff and like that. Yeah, like some pampering stuff. I think if if you're not digging the food, I think something sensory, like yeah, something just a grounding, little, like yeah, like a little pampering. Like I am in thing. my body right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think candles and it allows you to take a moment a for yourself by necessity. Sweatpants and a hoodie is like a good thing. Oh my god, that's such that's a, a really good, idea. good thing. Yeah, I'm gonna do that in the future. Send some sweatpants and a hoodie for sure. And I'm trying to think of other things we said. My, like, I got a lot of plants and flowers, obviously, and food and stuff, but, um... Um, we got enough wind chimes. Like, don't send any more wind chimes. Did you really get a lot of wind chimes? Our family got a lot of wind chimes. Random. Yeah. I didn't get a single one. Really? Mm-mm. And lanterns. Apparently, the wind chimes thing is a Pittsburgh thing. I guess, I don't have any Pittsburgh family, so... Wind chimes. Yeah. That's kind of nice, though. That's my mom sweet. hated wind chimes. Like hated them. <laughs> really? Yeah. Which is why I thought it was so funny that you have like a boatload of wind chimes yeah. now that she would be like. My aunt got two sets of wind chimes. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. Um. Do you? Was there? You said there were some. Oh, first off, I got an incredible email. That I wanted to go over on the pod, but I want to email the person and ask if it's okay if I talk about Was it first. Was it the our email? Yeah. I haven't looked at it in a long time. Uh, we got a really good one. So I'm going to email the person back and ask if it's okay yeah. if we mention it. Because there was some really incredible stuff in there. Cool. Um, but you mentioned that you had some, you posted this on our yes. Instagram. You guys should follow us at Bereaved Podcast. This was so exciting. You guys shared so much. It was really cool. Um, and so soon, too. And Quinn texted me, and she was like, don't read the DMs or the comments on our Instagram. And I was like, oh, shit, are we getting canceled? Like, <laughs> what's going on? What's, I got, like, my anxiety. I immediately just, like, that. I mean, honestly, yeah, that would, my head would have gone there. Yeah. Worst case scenario. And you were like, no, I just want you to be surprised on the podcast. And I was like, whew. Also, telling me not to read my messages, that's the best music to my ears. I have a hundred, <laughs> I have 145 texts when you were like, don't read the DMs. I was like, already, already done, already done. <laughs> so we posted on our Instagram asking you guys. At Brief Podcast. At Brief Podcast, what, um, what was the best or worst thing anybody had said to you once you had disclosed that you were grieving or that you had yeah. lost somebody? Um, Ooh, I'm excited to hear. Oh my yeah. god, we have so many. Well, a couple of these are my responses okay. to them, so don't get get psyched, but not too psyched. Right, Manage right, your I'm, expectations. Okay, I'm... So this is from Marley, who I went to college with. She lost her dad in the last couple of years. I forget mm-hmm. exactly when, um, but she said the best advice I got when my dad died was from my mom's best friend from college. She told me to do whatever I needed to do to feel decent and that no one will get it in the same way that I do. So fuck them. Mm. It was just comforting to know that it was okay to feel hella crazy. I hated how everyone treated me with baby gloves. I was mostly hurt by the people who didn't reach out at all or just said, aw, sorry. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, basically, is it Marley? Marley. Marley put our whole podcast into one. That was yep, everything. That was the whole thing. But I love that line, no one's going to get it anyways or something. Yeah, so That's fuck so them. true. It's like. They're not going to get it. It's so annoying because like you're like, 
you don't get it. And it's like just accepting that no one's going to get it gives you so much. Nothing's, no matter if you're like breaking down in tears or totally robotic, nothing's going to make sense to anybody. So just do what you need to do. Mm Mm-hmm. She also said, I don't love Welcome to the Club, but at the same time, it's comforting to know who is in the club. It is. And I, I agree. I, I, I can come across that, as It can come across as glib, but I that has been the only comfort, is, is knowing that there is a club. Well, I liked, like, Terrible Things for Asking, yeah. because that club felt like kind of not just like, oh, well, welcome, your mom's dead, but it was kind of more like, shit happens, yeah. get with it, like, there's a whole bunch of us it's that more are more like welcome to life. Welcome to life. Welcome is, to reality. Yeah, welcome to reality. Which you're kind do, of, do yeah. not say that to a grieving person. Oh God, no. Do not say yeah. Welcome but it's to reality. Like what's happening. But that's the truth. It's, it's like what's yeah, happening well, behind life, the scenes. Life sucks. Yeah, like, you learn what life is about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really how I feel. I because I remember in the in the like weeks after saying to multiple people, "Is life just mostly bad things, yeah. and you have to find the good in between?" Because mm-hmm. up until then, I had had a very privileged mm-hmm. life of having a good life and having bad things happen in between. Oh, I know. And then it reversed, and I was like, "Is this what y'all are doing? Mm-hmm. Like, are we really doing this?" Okay. Anyways, um, oh, this one like actually when I read it, my jaw dropped open. This is from Liz. Um, and she said it in quotes. Wait, sorry. I want to see what Liz. I know what Liz. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is my friend Liz. Hi, Liz. <laughs> <laughs> so what she did said, say? at least it was sudden. No, someone did not. Or I just got chills. Who does she, who passed? Her, she lost her mom. At least it was sudden. Can you imagine at if somebody said that to you? At least it was sudden. <gasps> at least it was sudden. At least. How is that? The best option. At least option. it was sudden. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, and the, it, it just is such a bummer, like, that some, like, you remember that. Like, the fact oh my that God, she's yeah. posting that here. It's like someone said that fucked up thing. Uh-huh. And now, and they it, probably never thought twice about and, it. And, and and this is something years later that she can remember to bring mm-hmm. up. Ugh. Yeah, don't um, fucking say that, guys. Don't say, so, like, yeah, what on. not to say, don't say that. Like, at least, never do anything. Never preface with the at least. At least. There's nothing. There's nothing. No. It's not at least anything. Uh, we have one from Heather, who I've spoken to in the DMs before. Hi, Hi Heather. Heather. And she said, in quotes, I feel bad. Okay. Don't that make made, it about you. Yeah, like that made you feel bad? Yeah. You you feel bad. Well, Because I feel like shit. That's the whole circle theory thing of last week's yeah. thing where it's like, if you feel dump bad, out. dump out. Don't dump that on the person that you feel bad. Yeah. Only positivity and comfort. Right. Not positivity, but comfort. Uh, and then this is a good one from my friend Megan. Um, hi, Megan. Hi, Megan. She said two of her uh, personal favorites for worsts. First Oof. one is... Uh, God gives his hardest battles to his strongest no, warriors. No, I've seen that one. <laughs> And I wish it were my dad instead. What the what? fuck? Like, Does what that is that even supposed that, to mean? I do, do I do feel bad because obviously people get so flustered because they don't know what to say. Yeah. They end up saying whack shit like that. <laughs> that is what happens. Is that person was so flustered they literally uh, said, uh, I, "I wish it were my dad." Wish it should have been my dad. Like literally, that's what their happens. Dads, like, don't know each other. Their, like no their connection. Their dad's like standing behind. He's like. What the fuck? <laughs> He's like holding her purse. Yeah, like, wait, wait, what is it? <laughs> that I think is what happens. People get flustered and they say fucking words crazy just come out. Shit like yeah, that. and then people yeah. remember it forever. Yeah, exactly. So. That's what's crazy is like 
people do remember it. So just do tread lightly, but don't say nothing. Yeah. I think is the, yeah. is the summary. Yeah, watch your mouth. Think about but it. But open your mouth. Exactly. Like, I understand you're flustered, and you should be. It's hard. It is hard. It's fucking but hard. But if you think it's hard, imagine what they're going through. You can suck it up and write a it, text. You can make it easier on them. Do not put the onus on the person who is grieving to make you feel better yeah. about your response to their grieving. Yeah, 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 yeah Like, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. your responsibility. Yeah, they are is, dealing with enough. Yeah, you can deal with how their grief makes you feel And if you feel weird time. about whatever you said, talk to somebody else yeah, about it. Yeah, do not be like, sorry, isn't that weird? Don't make me fix it. Like... Yeah, okay. But just also just don't send the weird tags. Like yeah. maybe and you're proofread like, it. Yeah, proofread it or run it by, run it someone. by someone. I know you're like, oh, this is a lot to do. Yeah, okay, sorry. Sorry you had to send a text. Like we lost someone. Yeah. Like sorry you had to like send a text yeah, to that someone. Yeah, that's really hard for you. Like, is this okay to send? Like run it by someone. Yeah. Okay. This is uh, sort of the grand finale because it's like the most insane one. Oh, this no. is from Beth. Hi, Beth. Who is actually one of my like old school Tumblr friends. We met in like the golden age of Tumblr. Oh, we followed shit. each other. Love that. And we ended up meeting each other in New York a couple years later. Anyways, um, she said when she told her coworker that her mom had died, um, she just kind of balked and said, oh, yeah, you know, change is hard. Like, whenever I go on a new diet, that's no. really hard. No, this is a lie. Yeah. This didn't happen. Yeah. No. I'm yeah. In my head is in my shirt. And she said it was so bizarre that she was just like, okay. Did the person hear her? Yeah, maybe they didn't hear her. I, the only reason is that they didn't actually hear what she said. They, my mom died. I Died, I diet. Diet. I I'm on a diet. I don't know, Beth. My mom died. My (laughs) mom died. I don't know. Wait. Wait. That's the only thing because that is the most absolute. It's not a far leap. It's really not. That is the worst thing I've ever heard. It's the worst thing I've ever heard. So terrible. I'm so sorry. Yeah. All those are bad guys. That was re traumatizing for Beth. Yeah. Sorry. Hearing that. Honestly. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's fucked up. These people said these terrible things and here we go. And all these people remember it. Yeah, and the people who said it don't remember it yeah. at all. And yeah. the people who have to also carry the grief also have to carry that fucked, fucked up, up thing you said. <gasps> so thank you guys for sharing. Yeah, thank Those you Those were for really sharing. great. That was fun. That was fun. And yeah, I think, you know, normally we wax on and on and on on these, but I feel like we got to the point. Yeah, I feel some really shit. good about that. That was, for us, concise. Yeah, it was like, hell, we're like 50 minutes concise. <laughs> like, this is like spark notes. Okay, we talked about our topic the whole time. Though. Yeah, that was weird. That yeah. was honestly weird. I don't know how <laughs> I'm going to edit Let's not that. do that again. Yeah, let's never do that again. Um... I am going to go over an email. I'm going to email some people and be like, can I mention this on the pod? Um, and if you, in the future, if you guys ever want to email us, briefpodcast at gmail.com, maybe you can just shout out whether or not it's cool if we mention yeah. some stuff in the email. If there's something you don't want us to mention, like, say that. Um, and then I have a quick, I'm just going to do a quick recommendation. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just thinking, I wanted to recommend The Secret Garden um, mm. as my recommendation this week. It was written 100 years ago, and there is some language in the beginning that is not the most politically correct, just in the sense that she's, like, a wealthy English girl living in colonial India. So, like, there's some, yeah. So, yeah, I have to acknowledge that. You are going to get us canceled. Yeah, I have to acknowledge that. But the book is, like, about a grieving girl who's not just grieving. She's been, like, prissy her whole life and, like, raised by... Her mom, like, just ignored her, and she was raised by a nanny and all this stuff. So she just is, like, really hasn't been loved and she is really sad and grieving and she like re brighten like like she 
rediscovers life through gardening mm-hmm. and the secret garden and that's what the secret garden that's so is beautiful. about that's like your whole it was my thing. whole journey and like it really starts where she notices these little green fingers like poking up through the dirt and she's like what is that and then she's like the trees look different today and like it really is just the whole yeah. like watching spring and everything come alive how she comes cool. alive with it and so yeah that's i think so it, special yeah it, it really that book really illustrated to me like kind of the same thing that i went through mm-hmm. um yeah so that's my my recommendation if you if you like are thinking about gardening or like gardening or you're sad, I think the secret garden like just <laughs> or you're sad or you're sad. It's a really quick read. It's for like elementary schoolers. So I just got um, my year of rest and relaxation. Haven't read it yet, but I'm super oh, excited. Yeah, I haven't read that. I read that before my mom died, so I wonder how. Oh I yeah, react. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I got nothing right now. I haven't been reading anything death related. That's fine. You I am reading a Court of Thorn and Roses. <laughs> oh, that's why I'm like, well, why? Yeah, we didn't podcast? do any young adult fiction talk today. We didn't do today. any young adult fiction. That's what's off. Yeah. That's why. That's book, what's that's off. What it is. I knew it was something. Yeah, I. Um, well, you're not done yet, so. But I'm reading the like the fifth book, which is like a spinoff of one character. <laughs> so I, it's huge. Seven hundred pages. I'm like, what? I guess this is my next week and a half. Is yeah. this Game of Thrones? Yeah, but more porny. Ah. Oh. Less yeah. rapey? Less rapey. More porny. But, like, in Game of Thrones, they're like, they fucked. But in this book, it's, like, seven pages of description of them. Lo- so it's fan fiction sex. It's, but better, honestly. Yeah. But better. Good Published. text. Good text. Yeah. Um, okay. So there it is. We so there it is. We got it. We squeezed it in. We squeezed it in. And it was juicy, guys. It was some juicy. Well, it's not YA. Akatar is definitely adult. at least, like, new adult, if yeah. not just yeah. adult. Um, do you have any quick star updates? Oh, shit. Um... Yeah, holy shit, there was an eclipse this week. And I texted you about it, and you're like, bad juju, man. Like, that's <laughs> not what you want. Yeah, um, I mean, I think most people who are, like, internet people, ha- or, who are new-agey internet people, at least, have seen this going around. But eclipses are not, like, you can manifest on a full moon, like, use the new moon, whatever. But eclipses are not really meant for that. Like, mm. it's very much earthquake energy. Um, it's culminating or ending energy. It's really not, um, start a new thing energy. Um, like Donald Trump was born on an eclipse, if that tells you anything. Uh, but it was a full lunar eclipse on the South node in Sagittarius. So definitely, uh, a moment of decrease and culmination, um, of any kind of whatever story began for you in December, will have reached its sort of natural end recently, um, depending on the house that Sagittarius is in in your chart. So look up where Sag is, y'all. Look up where Sag is. Whatever house Sag is in in your chart is where this eclipse would have been happening this past week. Um, What was it for you? What did I say? What house is it for you? You said it was a bummer, whatever it was. (laughs) I don't remember. Uh, For me, that is my eighth house. So that would have been uh, death and taxes, baby. I did do my taxes. You did do your taxes, yeah. so that ended. And that <laughs> that's the update, folks. That's I did my taxes because the note, stars told me to. <laughs> I stopped being a vegetarian because a psychic told me to. You stopped because being a, a veg- psychic told psychic you to. A psychic told me my body needed more protein. I mean, I, that is actually not the first time I've heard of that happen. Maybe it was me telling you another time. <laughs> sure. Yeah, maybe. Probably. Well, folks... That's all we this got. is the first time we've ever recorded under an hour. I don't really know what to say about it. Um, th- 
Thank you so, so much, as always, for listening. Thank you for being patient with us. We're just trying to w- figure out our schedule. Yeah. Um, but we think we have. Um, and we have called each other out on being like, we got to stop with Yeah, me, like, so I want to do this. We like, want we'll... to do this. We just are both like, yeah, it's chill. It's like, we'll do it, the t- we'll do it just at midnight, like, the night before it's due. We're both weird about time in different ways. Like, yeah. our time management is very different. Yeah, very different. Yeah. You, yeah, okay, we don't need to get yeah, into anyways, that. Um, love you guys. Love Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. And we will definitely talk to you next week. Yeah, sorry we took a pause, but we're coming back full force. Full so, force, baby. Uh, at Brave Podcast, Brave Podcast at gmail.com. Get send into this, it. Send this to people. And thank you, Cassidy, once again, for making <gasps> graphics for us. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Thank you, Cassidy. Check out link in the show notes. All right. Okay. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.